You are listening to the BBC. Oh my god. That was reverb done. Yeah, you sound like you got reverb on. It sounds like you're in a, in a kitchen. Oh, all right. Here we go. Anyways, so did you listen to that track? Which one? The one that's the link I sent you. The Jew in the Canoe? Jew <laughs> in the Canoe. Yeah, I did. I, I said it was fantastic. I said. It's, it's funny. I didn't know that was called. I seen that clip. I think I seen that clip like a month or two ago. Uh-huh. And then I'm like. It's funny. It's funny because it's how many and, 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 you know, I don't think I'm wrong. But a lot of people are, are are stealing. Not necessarily stealing. Let me not use that word. They're not stealing. But a lot of people are adapting the Bay Area rap flow. Oh, is that what that is? I that to me, that's what that 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 rap flow sounds like, because the first people I was hearing it using that was that SOB RBE crew from Vallejo that is now disbanded, but they were the ones that were rapping in a manner where it seems like they were being punched in oh. every, every two, three bars. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like they, 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 they spit a line then they they this pretty much freestyling but edited freestyle you know what i mean yeah i kind of when i hear it i'm like yo this to me it sounds like they're on the spectrum it definitely is not um it's on a spectrum rap yeah it's it's nothing that i could see people really listening to like i'm like who's listening to this shit? no i'm sure a lot of people are listening to it is he out of florida because he looks like he's out of florida i mean i want to i'm gonna say yes i don't know i haven't done any research on i'm not gonna spend any time on you know these 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 uh gimmick white rappers you know what i mean you have your you in a canoe <laughs> slim jesus right you had your slim jesus you have your island boys yeah that's what it, well, yeah that's reminded me of those dudes uh, that you have this dude he's not really shit but slim jesus was like one of the first ones he came out at the same time as the uh rich chigga came out i dug that and you know rich chigga did change his name yeah and he tried to come back with some different shit, but you know, it, it, I don't know why he did, man. I mean, he got pretty much ghost. You had Ghostface on your album, uh, on that one record. Um, what's the other guy? Puya. Yeah, yeah. Puya. I like I, I like the remix too. Yeah, I, I I think what it is is that they got. They probably got pulled to the side and being like, hey, you're not going to be able to get anything if you keep promoting this style of rap because it's not you. Yeah. Well, he doesn't even rap no more. He still raps. Nah, dude. He's doing like that Joji stuff. Well, I don't know what that means, but I mean, Joji's? No, I, I, but I know his Rich Brian. I know he he's under a new, you know, 
moniker, but he's still rapping in a way, just like Sad Boy rap, though. Yeah, yeah, I guess. You know, and it's not really that him and there's another dude named Coder the Friend or something like that. Wow. It's just a lot of these. Love these names. A lot of these. Um, I don't want to say lo-fi rappers. Uh-huh. But that's essentially what it is, is that they're rapping over these piano riff beats, you know, that or or violin style loops, ambient style samples. Mm, mm -hmm. And the shit gets boring because there's no, you know, there's no, you know, when you listen to an album, say Dark Side of the Moon, right? You listen to an album like that, the epitome of an album, right? You have an entry point. You have somewhere where it starts off, you know, it, it leads you into something. And then it starts hitting you with, you know, the bass line comes in. Boom, dong, ga dong, 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 dong. You know, it gets funky. Yeah. And it brings you back into some, you know, there's a up, there's down, there's peaks and valleys. Movies, right. movies do it all the time. Action movies, right? You pay attention to a good action movie. Right. It has a dope opening sequence. Then it simmers down, gets you into some story. Then it gets you into another chase or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? Because... As a human being, you you need to be stimulated, or yeah. else or else you tune out. Okay, yeah, right. So it like it doesn't have to be as like um, like most pop music is changing every four bars or every four to eight bars is doing a change up, right? Mm -hmm. Coming up with something new and repetitive every 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 four bars, so a person could remember it, right? But it does. It does have to have something like to. It has to have a calming moment, then the pickup, and the pickup, and the pickup, then calm you back down, then take you up. You know what I mean? At least you try to do something like that, right? When you you're, you're, you're talking about on the album or on the record? I'm talking about just some music in general. Like the you know you got a lot of these cats coming out with a banging ass song. Mm -hmm. Okay, you have, you know, your Ice Spice or somebody along those lines. Why do people hate on her a lot? I, you know, I have no problem with her. I mean, she's she's great on the eyes. Yeah, she's not bad looking. Her, 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 vo her voice is not that annoying. Yeah. You know, like I seen her, I seen her rap. I seen her rap, you know, like, uh, 32 bar verse if you will and she spit that shit ferociously fast uh-huh and you hear her just you know she's in it and i'm like you know hey you know she's performing like that's no easy task like i, I wish i could put if i find it i'm gonna pull it up and send it to you but she she's really rapping mm-hmm you know, she might not have written it, you know, but who cares? Are you, uh, oh, she doesn't write in rhymes? I mean, who does? I mean, what, what rapper at that level does? 
Yeah, yeah. They well. don't. No, no rappers at that level do, dude. Maybe Kendrick, that's it. Maybe Doja Cat. Nah, I don't think so either. She probably helps write the music. You know, uh, I know she's pretty talented on that way, like self-producing. You know, but I don't know. I don't know. Does she write her own words? I don't know. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. I don't listen to her music. I I wouldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. There's a certain there's a certain like- to people who, who write their own lyrics. The only time I li- when I do listen to the radio in the morning, the I think the best thing I've heard so far that st- stands out for me is that um the SZA uh, song that kill your uh, kill my ex boyfriend or some shit like that. I haven't heard it, but I know people like her. Yeah, she's always been dope. I always thought I know, she- Yeah, people like her. I don't know. What does she do? R&B? Yeah, yeah. I would say she, she sings, but she has rap before, you know, and um she's on she's on the same label as uh Yeah, yeah they 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 brought her out, I think. As Kendrick, right? Yeah, yeah. I think she was oh. like a session singer type of person, and then uh-huh. you know, she just did that song with um that's how I heard her first when she did that song with the, the Travis kid. What's his name? The, the one that did the world. Oh, Travis Scott. Yeah, that guy. I think that's who that was. And she did a song with him, and I was, I was like, that shit is tight. I, and, Travis and Scott I is pretty talented. Mm-hmm. Travis Scott is pretty talented. There's a lot of them that are. You and that beat that, that kill your that beat is is way different. I mean, it's like uh, it doesn't. It's different from the shits on the radio. I'm trying yeah. to say, yeah. you know what I mean. And uh, and I heard people were analyzing it, like the way she she's singing. It's a constant change. Yeah, where it's different to everything else that's out there, where she's constantly changing, and there's no, I guess nothing. I mean, no, you can't sit on the melody. She doesn't sit on it. It yeah. keeps constantly changing. I was like, oh, that's pretty dope. I didn't, I really didn't pay attention to that deep, but I thought it was a pretty good song. Okay. I mean, hey, whatever people want to dig in on um, to find meaning in music or movies or TV shows nowadays, because there's, you know, a lot of this shit is just surface level stuff, you know, it's being fed by algorithms to yeah. us. And- that's the thing that trips me out that, that, like these people, like this Jew and the Canoe dude. <laughs> I would never would have heard of him unless you would have sent them to me. Yeah, and no. I, my kids heard him, but I'm sure that dude got a big ass following. And just right? like that dude that I was telling you about the 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 one that was rapping like a dolphin, you know. <laughs> Whatever happened to that one high pitched dude? Which one? The one that was like, he had that high pitched rapping voice, and I was like, this is hilarious, dude. Some things I like. I'm not even mad at shit no, no more because if it comes, it's like I already know that shit is not for me. Yeah. It, you know, the internet, it's on me if I want to go look for shit. And I do. Yeah. You know, sometimes I sit there, I'm like, you know what? Let me hear what's new. And I'll just start playing shit. And I'm like, okay, this, this is cool. Like, this is other girl named uh, Fauche, mm-hmm. right? But she does like, um, it's a mixture of stuff. And like she comes in, she does like a, almost like a, she had this punk song, but then it goes into other things, you know? So I was like, she's dope, you know? Um, and then, you know, and, and I, I like checking with my kids and there's some stuff that they don't even know of. Yeah. And 
And then, you know, I, you know, was this you know, the one thing I will say with this generation, they don't dig. They don't yeah, things, but they don't have to because it's the algorithm. Like well, that, and and that's and but that's where the problem is, right? Like it depends though because because uh like for example, there's I think there was like something going around on TikTok with this kid singing some clearance. I mean, clear, clear water revival, right? Have you ever seen the Rainer? That song, I think that's what it's called, right? So this kid is playing the song on like one of those voice reality shows. Okay. Right. And uh, my kids pick up on it. Right. And the young ones pick up on it. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, that's, that's Credence. Right. And, uh, and I'm like, oh, okay. They, but would they ever would have found that? No, I think the algorithm is always like whatever's popular, they're going to see it on, on, you know, somehow on TikTok or YouTube. It's going to come out if it's trending, which is cool in a way because, uh, you know, uh, they get exposed to more shit, you know, like, uh, from in movies, they get all their music from movies and TikTok and stuff like that. Where we had to like, it was word of mouth. No, nah, there was still music in the movies that we were listening to. It wasn't too much on TV. Like they weren't they weren't licensing on TV or anything. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Soundtracks were big. Soundtracks right? were huge. Yeah, they were big. Soundtracks were huge. No, I, what what I mean. What I mean by that, what what I'm talking about, the algorithms are 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 hampering. Okay. They're hampering more uh, people who, for lack, like being led. Okay, where I feel I feel like before. I feel like before when people wanted to research something or wanted to find out more about something, they would be, and, and, and they would dig further in than just like when people used to get CDs or vinyls or whatever, you know, people used to really listen to the music and, and, and look at it. Would that be though? I mean, would that be like a people, person people, or is it like people, people like music? Um, people who like me, that's the only people I'm talking to. I'm not oh. talking about the casuals. Oh, okay. The casuals have been casual all the day. They're the ones that turn on the radio. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the radio... But then they're, they're, the radio's an algorithm, though. Right, exactly. It's like there was no difference. Yeah. Was, radio was telling you what's good. Yeah. Where, like, now, if someone has a buzz, you won't hear them on the radio. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't hear this Jew on the canoe. Yeah. No, and so, like... Where so all the people that used to just be that way turn on the radio and just listen to whatever they're like yeah they don't count they don't count because they're the ones that are feeding these dumb numbers for these people to keep bouncing up right and sometimes you're right it does help like fucking the biggest um, example of that is that 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 people are going to use is uh, Kate Bush. Mm. Uh, you, you, like and then you know Fleetwood Mac, you know those are the two biggest examples of songs re-entering society, right? And these people forty years later end up charting and going platinum forty years later. Pretty dope. That's tight. That yeah. just, that just says to you, 
that just says to you, hey, you know, there's a there's a chance out here uh, for music, maybe not to make sense now, but maybe someday it'll be in a shoe commercial or something. You know what I mean? And do your kids listen to music? Um, you know, that's a good question. Um, I want to say, yeah, but not, not as much. I'm, I'm like, I, I'll sit like with my daughter, right? She'll like, she'll play some stuff and, uh, you know, shit that they see on thing that she was playing that one song. Um, fuck, how's it go? Some dude rapping, and it sounds like some MAGA rap shit. I don't know what it was, and I was like, "Hold on, <laughs> and I have to like, I have to intervene, dude." You know what I mean? Like, she'll play music that's like pretty poppy, and uh, I was like, "Here, let me show you this." Yeah, right. I was like, I showed her the Automatic Band, you know, and uh, from Stone Throw, you know that that band. The chicks with the, yeah, man, you know who they are. Uh, they, it's just the bass, of synth, and drums. They're called the automatic. They're fucking dope. And um, and I and I'm I'm giving her like uh, ladies, like you know, because she, she likes listening to female singers, right? And so I'll like give her some stuff, like go listen to this. I and I showed her some uh, Maya Jupiter stuff, okay. and she really likes that Inshallah song. And um, what else? Sometimes she'll play some Lady Gaga because of the Wednesday show, the Wednesday movie. You know, and I was like, okay, that's cool, but let me show you this. You have to do that. Now, you know, I really don't intervene. With no, people. I have to. I don't interview what they do. Um, just like, because I, I don't want to, I don't ever want to, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't want to taint. She, uh, I don't want to taint what I do by having them have a bad. Like I've done that with movies. Like, oh, come watch this movie with me. You know what I mean? Just sit down, and then they don't enjoy it. Then it sours me, and I get mad at them. Oh, okay. And I'm like, you know what? Let me let me just let them be them. If they got questions about something, I'll let you know. They'll know. But no, I be waking my. I be waking the youngest one. You know, it's like six o'clock in the morning, and I go in there. Uh, playing Bismarck E hella loud. It's spring again. And, <laughs> you know, she hates the shit out of me for it, but, you know, that's probably the only way she's ever going to hear Bismarck E hella loud. I mean, that's what I'm saying. You have to play shit for them. Like, <laughs> like they, they like Sinatra. Yeah. You know, they like that's, Sinatra. That's, that's what the other one, the older one likes them, the Sinatras and the... That's good. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's good to, music. Them to that. Yeah. That was Guardians of the Galaxy that did that. Yes, yes. You see what I'm saying? Because they were like, they list, they watched that movie, and they were like, uh, uh, my oldest one was playing some, uh, some Flaming Lips. Yeah. Right. And I was like, yeah, man, I know what Flaming Lips were. Man, they were big in the 2000s. Is one of that 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 era, you know. And so, so you know, you get you get those instances where pop culture influences that, and that's fine. You know, that's fine because it does make them after that. They do research that, yeah, right. But a, a lot of these like playlists and stuff like that, I don't think those are real representations unless you know the person making the playlist. Like this is, you know, Mad Libs playlist, 
And then he's taking you through Brazilian and fucking South Asian music. And he's taking you through all these levels. Damn, that might be something dope to listen to. You know what I mean? But if it's just a random, hey, you like Steely Dan, listen to this. It's not always that dope. It's a lot of up and down. You know, they almost want you to plus it and not plus it. You know, I do miss that, like uh, being young and then like at the college and then knowing people who are like audiophiles and they were like, oh, have you heard of Stereolab? I'm like, yeah, you should listen to broadcast. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And then you have to go find it. Yeah, being around music people does, you know, like I would have never listened to, um, what album did I listen to recently? Cause someone mentioned it. Oh my God. I can't remember, but yes, you're right. Like when music people tell you to listen to this, music because it ha- has a great audio quality you're like oh let me hear what they're talking about you know i used to always get a kick of uh when folks i would tell them i listened to something and they were like you listen to that like, yeah what do you think i listen to just rap or banda or some shit just mexican music i do but i also like other shit yeah you know i used to be like yeah man what do you think Oh, you want you want to fuck around? Let me turn you on to let me turn you on to some shit. You know, I remember I used to work with this one cat in uh, in Oakland, and you know, I found out that he played music. And back then, I would be more like, "Oh, you play guitar? Oh, yeah. What are you listening to? What do you what do you play? Like, what do you what it, what what's who are your guys? Right?" And I remember turning them. I remember saying, "Oh, I like." these new band because he was like oh, i like modern stuff like more indie and i'm like yeah 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 i dig I'm, I'm right now i'm digging on beach house when this band first came out and he was like oh you listen to beach house and i was like yeah but he was like really i was like yeah what do you mean i was like look i was like dude you want to hear some shit all right i'm gonna put, put probably you thought, some shit. probably thought you were uh that that was queer that's why maybe like, it's maybe that's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, I'd listen to that. Like, I would, I would like, if I showed you the playlist of, uh, or like people I listen to, like Haley Hendrix, uh, fuck, who else? C Matt. It's all these chicks who are like indie chicks yeah. that are just like Feist or La Force. These, these just kind of like, I don't know if it's, I don't even know the genre of music, but they're just playing this style of music that's calming to me. You know, like I like that angelic voice over some droney stuff, you know, and I'll, I'll listen to that all day. And then sometimes I have to be like, okay, let me listen to any menstruate. Yeah. Yeah. Because I get too sentimental and shit. I understand. Having, I don't really have, like, I don't have, uh, other than talking with you, I don't really talk with music at work with people you know i don't i don't have music conversations i might talk about movies you know i might tell people about movies but i don't talk to people about music because you know once people start talking to me about hip-hop and once people start talking to me about you know any any type of music i automatically start tuning them out because i'm like look dude you're not gonna you're not you can't talk to me about hip-hop bro like I just don't like having these conversations because I, I, I offend people, you know, like I really is like, look, dude, you're, you're not gonna, 
you're not going to convince me of anything, <laughs> nor are you going to tell me that Cuban, Only Built for Cuban Links is not one of the best albums in the world. Uh, you're not going to tell me that Kanye is better. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, you're not going to convince me of these things. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, so let's not... Because you, you fuck with childhoods then. Yeah, I'm like, let's not fuck, let's not play around. Like, like... Yeah. I was playing Toe Jam and Earl listening to Helter Skelter, my dude. It's like... It's, it's, Sega Genesis. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I just don't like having these conversations with people about, like, who's the top rapper. Like, who cares, motherfucker? Like, I'm so tired of this shit. Who do you like? Okay, you like Tupac? Cool. You like Tupac? Yeah. <laughs> that, that's cool, man. Like, I'm so tired of it. But don't ask me my opinion because I'm going to give it to you raw. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying like I'm gonna give it to you on some shit. Like, no, I don't. I know I don't. I don't care about his mama. I don't give a fuck about him. I don't want to watch another documentary about his fucking life. I don't care about him. Boy, here go hits me up. He hits me up. He's like he texts me. He goes, "Yo, you uh, you watched the Dear Mama, the Tupac documentary?" I was like, "Uh, you know," <laughs> I was like. I feel the same way about Tupac documentaries like World War II documentaries. I know what's going to happen. Been there, done that, man. Like, yes, you're right. You're absolutely correct. That's the best one. Now, if I was uh, World War One, oh, okay, I'm going to tune in. Yeah, or how about the Battle of the Tangiers? Or how about the fucking, the uh, the battle in the Algiers? You know, I could just... I don't know about, yeah, I don't know about the Korean War too much. Tell me about the Korean War. Yeah. One Russia. Yeah. Oh. Right? Yeah, yeah. dude. It's um yeah, dude. Like some unknown battles. That'd be tight. That'd I be mean, tight. I, I get it. That's I get actually it. a good that's actually a good show idea. It is. The battles, the unknown battles of the world. You know, and it just talks about Small skirmishes or large skirmishes, like so, there's a dope movie called The Forgotten Battle on Netflix. What's that about? The Forgotten Battle. <laughs> they happened in, I think, in somewhere in Norway or something like that, you know. And uh, it, it was with the it's the Germans and shit, you know. I think, think the one that was good is All Quiet in the Western Front. That's World War One. Is that a Clint Eastwood one? I have no idea, but it was like, I was like, damn, my kid, me and my son were watching. I was like, you see how that was was brutal. Yeah, dude. And I was like, you see how these guys are in up to their knees in water and shit and they're wet. I know exactly how that feels. Minus the killing and all that shit being shot at and whatnot. But that water, I know exactly how that feels, dude. Them socks being wet. Know what those? Uh, yep, I know how those boots feel, dude. That I know how that feels, dude. <laughs> I come home, my feet looking like a prune. Yeah, dude. They're like these are not even my feet. These look like Caucasian feet and shit. They're like all albino looking and shit because my sock has already sucked all the brown color. <laughs> All the pigment and shit, dude. Oh my god, those yeah. are wet feet. Your feet, I take care of my feet, dude. My wet feet are gross. No, my feet ain't gross. I mean, my feet, my feet never touch concrete. I don't ever walk outside without socks on. I like um, 
Motherfuckers be out here walking hella barefoot in these streets. That's so fucking gross. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm like, you don't care about your life, dude. How you gonna wear sandals, my dude? And you're just walking around all all fine that the world is perfectly safe. You live in a bubble. Why are you wearing those sandals, dude? I could just... St- How are you gonna run? How are you gonna I run? tell people that all the fucking time. When I see them wearing flip-flops, they say, what kind of shoes I need to be wearing? Because you never know. Yeah. You never know when you got a bug. What are you going to sit there with your fucking uh, uh, thongs, your thong flip flops flopping around while Godzilla's coming down? Nah, man, your boy's off. When I see those folks, I'm like, oh, you you must have been born, you know, recently, like in the 2000s or something, because, you know, you never been chased. And during the 90s, you know, you are the one wrong colors or you just walk down the road. Had to be ready at all times. At all times, be ready. Pit bulls were loose. Where are the exits? You know? Like all kinds <laughs> of dogs loose and shit. No one gave a fuck about their dogs. Oh, my God. Oh, did I tell you? Did I tell the story already the other day? Um, <laughs> I was walking, right? I'm walking, right? And then uh, this is German Shepherd that always, like, hits the... the 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 fence hella loud right and his fence is hella you flinch anymore sometimes sometimes the dog fucking comes out and he's like blah and i'm like holy shit you got me i have to give it to him i was like you <laughs> fucking woke me up you shit all right you waited <laughs> for it a little bit just a little bit yeah he's like all right dude you almost got me dude i was like yeah you woke me up dude all right all right i talked to the dogs and shit you know I'll talk to him. I'm like, all right, all right, relax. Fuck, I'm here every day, dude. Come on, relax. And uh, well, anyways, this time, these these people had got, I don't know, a small dog, right? So this dog's a big old German Shepherd in the yard, and every time I get there, it starts barking, goes bananas and whatnot. And maybe the the wife or the daughter or something in the house convinced the dad, hey, let's have this little dog. Bad. It's all bad because the little dog does the exact same thing that the German Shepherd does. It starts barking and stuff like that. But what they forget is that these big dogs are territorial. When they're doing a job, they're doing it. And sometimes I see these dogs that jump, the, you know, start barking at me. And if there's two dogs, the alpha dog will calm the other one down. Right, so this German Shepherd starts barking. The little dog comes. That German Shepherd grabs the dog by the neck and just clamps down and starts shaking it. And the horror, these noises that came out of this little dog sounded like a squealing pig, dude. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. This this dog is just like shaking this dog like a fucking crocodile in the Ganges, dude. It's just like, just like fucking just rolling and just shaking this little dog like a rag. And the dog is like, just making this weird ass noise. The dad comes out and I start walking away and I hear him like shaking the dog like, the hell hell are you? And then he's like, starts, you can hear the dad beating the dog, right? I kept walking. No more noise from that dog came. And I hear him yelling at his his wife or something. Like, and just yelling at her and shit. I was like, damn, dude. That's funny that you say that. That happened the exact same thing that you're happening. That what you're telling me happened across the street. 
Mm. Across the street, they had a little dog line. They got two old pit bulls. Yeah, people are stupid. Big ones from there, and then that little one was doing the same thing. And we were outside, you know. I think we were gardening or something like that. You know, I was just standing around while while Jolene was playing in the dirt. And, and uh, all we hear is that dog just straight dying. We're like, that dog is dead. Yeah, that dog is dead. And then all of a sudden, you hear like trucks pulling up. And then they're just out there just cleaning up the blood. I don't know if that dog was in the garbage can the next day, but yeah, same, same. It's funny that you say that the same yeah. exact scenario. And it's probably the same what the the reason that you're describing. Yeah. So yeah, what the, happened the rest of the week? Did the dogs was quiet or what? It was that dog with that the German Shepherd was outside back to normal. Barking at me, and I'm like, hey, you killed your friend, you fuck. Yeah. That's why I'm like, so vote. It's your fault you tamale eat, motherfucker. <laughs> and then, yeah, dude, he was like, I was like, fuck. I was like, I've never seen that. Yeah. I know I've seen it in big dogs. They usually check each other, right? Because, uh, like, there's the same thing that happens. There's these two D- Doberman pinchers, and one's the alpha, and one's the, the beta. And when the beta is barking at me, the alpha comes and just checks it. And then the alpha starts barking at me. Like, no, this is my job, fool. And then just starts like, you know, crip walking and whatnot. And then the other one just walks away and shit. And I'm like, people don't understand that shit because, you know, Latin folks, they have their, they have to have their, their security dog and then they have to have their fucking lap animal. Yeah. To keep their fucking crotches warm. Dogs, dogs are, uh, for me, dogs are a, a constant pest at work. See, you deal with it, but you keep walking away from the house, right? Yeah, yeah. Going into the territory, usually with these dogs. Yeah, that sucks. The people, the people ask me constantly, are you okay with dogs? And I look at them like, I don't know. You tell me, am I going to be okay with your dog? Like, And I don't hold back. When it comes to me talking about these pets, that whole facade, hey, it's, it's me, I'm Juan from Geek Squad. Like, all that disappears. And I'm like, you tell me if I'm going to be cool with your dog, is he going to get in my way? Because it's going to get slapped. You should just say you're allergic. Uh, I don't, uh, yeah, yes, that, that'll be a, um, that would be a, a, a good way of deflecting that problem. Yeah, because but, if you say you're I, allergic, then they'll put them away. No, like to me, it shouldn't be a question, though. You know, people are fucking stupid, dude. People are stupid. That's the problem. Yeah, it's like, oh my god. So, so, so it's a constant thing, and I'm like, uh, today, like this, you know, uh, I don't know what type of poodle it is, but it's some sort of, it's some sort of dog that has human style eyes. Okay, <laughs> it's uh-huh. kind of scary. It's kind of really scary, but it has the eye shape of a human. Uh-huh. But it, you know, it's a healthy looking dog, looked brushed and it, you know, it looked like it was manicured. But yeah, I'm kneeling down by the dishwasher. It comes to me. Smelling your asshole. It's not, it was, you know, probably started there and I didn't notice, and then it went up to my face. And yeah, he caught a he caught a uh, a forearm. <laughs> Go away. Yeah, ow. Yeah. ow. Oh, who's he bothering you? Huh? Not no more. 
Motherfucker. <laughs> I, I threw a cat off a TV before. Because a stupid cat wanted to jump on top of the TV while we're mounting it. The, the only thing I come across with cats is they'll just pause. Yeah. And then they'll wait. And when I get close by, they'll just book like if I'm going to hurt them. Yeah. And sometimes that catches me off guard. And I'm like, oh, fuck, dude. It just jumps out of nowhere. And I'm <laughs> like, fucking cats. So why you wait till the last minute? You yeah. see me coming. That's a, the, the we have a new cat that's over here. It's hella nervous. I know the energy is probably because it's young, mm-hmm. but but it's a nervous ass cat. But it jumps down onto the dinner table from up top, mm-hmm. down onto the dinner table while I'm eating. Oh, it catches a bad one. <laughs> yeah, fuck it, all that. It, it, dude. Everybody gets mad at me because I'm sitting there. What the fuck? I'm screaming in the house, cousin. I gotta go. I gotta kick out the dogs. We, like they when they want to be around when we're eating. I'm oh like, my god! Get them out of here! Yeah, nah, dogs out of here. Anyways, yeah. So, um, because we spoke about the Jew in the canoe, we we no longer have to do that garbage ass um, Conway Twitty sample. Okay. Oh, why? Because he he also brought up this topic. He said, "Hey, talk about the Jew in the canoe." Oh, okay. And um, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I don't want to do that cowboy song either, man. Like, yeah, that's funny. I was like, man, what's next? Some fucking Joel Olstein and Mammy. <laughs> what type of shit? I don't want to. How am I? I'm like, how am I gonna? How? Where am I gonna find the video for this? And I don't think I want to. Because <laughs> well, actually, uh, there, there's. Uh, so I went researching the the artist. Um, he is a famous ass. Country yeah. singer from back then, yeah, yeah. and he has a lot of fun. He has a lot. He he does cowboy songs. That's his that's his niche. He does nothing but cowboy open range songs. He has albums full with them, and I guess those songs were like storytelling songs. You know, right, right, right. It makes John, it John Denver ish ones you would sing next to the fire when you're waiting for the Oregon Trail to start. I don't know, but. Um. Yeah. They, uh, so his kid, his son, took over the lineage and has it keeps you know doing that music at like state fairs and shit. So he's like, son, stay away from those Puerto Ricans. <laughs> yeah. No, he's still saying the Indians. Oh, it is. Yeah, he's still saying it is. Stay away from the Indian girl. Whatever the fuck he was saying. Hilarious. Yeah, stay away from them because uh hello, those they probably got bad credit. You don't want to fuck with them. <laughs> like you don't want to fuck with them. Women with no jobs, even if they're pretty, fellas. Even <laughs> if they're fine as fuck. If they ain't got a job and they can't hold the job for more than a couple months, don't fuck with them. I don't care how good that shit is. Yeah. Dude, it's not worth it. I don't even know. How, um, yeah, I don't know how people. Dude, it's not worth it. If she's living with more than three people in a home, like roommates, she has more than two room, one roommate. You don't want that because she can't pay her half of the bill, and she probably has a hella messy bathroom. You don't want to mess with that. Yeah, I always wonder. Like, I'm like, man, to to date. I mean, I've been married for what? 23 years and she gave me the boot i'm like oh 
That's a lot of work, homie. Yo. You'd have to go to museums, grocery stores. Yeah, because I, I couldn't do no apps. Nah, because I'd be a huge letdown every time. I would do Christian mingles just to corrupt them chicks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Behind me saying. Yeah, and be like, hey, you can't judge. If God can't judge me, can't judge me. I'm a short motherfucker. You should have known that already. Oh, convert them to Islam. <laughs> convert them to Islam. Yeah, I'm not even Muslim. Damn. I thought you were Muslim. Nope. I just wear the kufi. Uh, uh, that's it. That's even. That's even if that's real, right? You know, Christian Mingles. No, I know Christian Mingles is real, but I'm not sure if that's real. Like you, the qualification is that, or you're just looking for a wholesome person. Maybe everybody on there is just looking for a wholesome person. Well, you know, it's funny. I mean, that that's how people meet, though. It's online. It's not normal no more. Yeah, it's definitely that. I know. I know a lot of my people uh, at work. Tell me when they find other people at work on, on the apps. They're like, oh, I found so-and-so. It's like, well, if you found them, that means they found you before. Yeah. So all y'all playing this game, you know? And I'm like, I guess. Dating are like, to me, though, look, then I'm going to be real. Like, you go on a date now, okay? That's gas money. Yeah. Right? Alcohol ain't cheap. Yeah. Dinner ain't cheap. Yeah, and you have to pay. Uh, well, it it would be the kosher thing to do, right? Oh, no, I got it. I got oh, it. and I've heard like, or, or at cool. least they pay the drinks. I'd be cool with that. But still, if you're taking them out, like I, I mean, I've heard stories where uh, dudes go on dates with these chicks online or whatever have you, and the dude would pay for his own coffee and wouldn't pay for the girl's coffee. You know, I'm like, dude, that's horrible. Well, coffee, yeah, I could understand that, you know. But, but, but I mean, I don't know. If you were going to take some out of a these hoes, Some of these hoes be fucking doing like $10 venti latte bullshits and they only take two sips from it, you know? True. But if you're taking them out, you got to pay. I don't know. That's how I think. No, uh, yeah, you, you, you're, you're correct in all that. If she offers, I ain't going to back it down, though. I, I remember I was at a taco truck one time. Yeah. And uh, I was with my wife then, my wife now, I mean, and the dude, he tells me, because she was paying, right? She's paying, and he tells me he's trying to show off and try to yeah. kind of yoke me. This fucking pretty boy, right? And he says, tells me in Spanish, he says, how are you going to let her pay, dude? And I was like, what? He goes, how are you going to let her pay? And I was like, wait a minute. That's my money she's paying you with. Yeah. What are you saying? How about you just go make the burrito? Yeah. Fucking dude. I'm like, I'm sorry, man. That's number reason 1052 why Latin people get on my motherfucking nerves. I don't uh, understand this whole fucking machismo, but the women feed into it too. No, it's definitely cult cultural, but, yeah, like, but I mean, it's no, it's no different from when people are talking about, you know, dudes fucking hating, you know, it's just, it's just it's hater shit. I don't think it has anything to do with dude being Latin. No, but a macho it does breed machismo, right? There, but then there's other certain types of things too that people. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if nowadays, if you say to a female, "Hey, I'm gonna pay for dinner," 
they may say no. I don't know if this is true. I'm just throwing this. They may say no. No, nah, I'll, I'll pay you. My, I'm a venue my part. I remember there was this one chick who that might be maybe, and I'm like, okay, that's fine. I'm yeah, just trying I'll to pay you like patriarchy and all that shit. Might, that's what I'm saying. It might be that, and it also might be a little thing like to say, hey, you know, we're here trying to make this work. If I let you pay, you automatically think that this is going to go far, right? It could also be a, it could also be a sign that the female wants to show that they're able to contribute their half. Like, no, I ain't, I ain't slacking. I ain't here just to be pampered. Here. I would say, I would say, hey, I asked you out, I'll pay. But if you insist, whatever. Uh, I had this one girl one time, I opened the door for her and she was like, I could open my own door. And I was like, okay. And I just closed it back. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've never had that. Me. That's what I said. I said, by all means. Yeah, I've never had that happen to me. I opened the door for females still too. I opened the people, I opened the door for anybody. Uh, to a point, to a point. You know, sometimes you get this whole scenario that you open the door for one dude, all of a sudden four people walk up and you're like, hey, dude, last dude, uh, yeah, I'm walking yeah, yeah. in first. Yeah, but sometimes easy. you get caught. I, 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 I catch like one time I caught a dude holding a door for like seven people. I held the door and I'm like, why are you hold the people? For, why are you hold the door for all these people? Go. And no one says and thank you. That's the thing that makes that's me. That's the motherfucker too. Yeah. That's another thing. So I'm like, look, dude, you I know you got caught in this awkward position right here. You don't want to seem like the asshole. You know, the people that are walking behind him was black. You didn't want to be seen as a racist by not holding the door for them. Then all of a sudden, here comes a female. Right. You don't want to seem like an asshole to her. And then here comes a black female. You're all fucked. This lady but one time you have to keep holding the door. Yeah, there's one lady one time I opened the door for her. And she paused and she said, five years. I was like, what? She said, five years. No one has opened the door for me. Thank you very much. God bless you. Damn. I was like, wow. Because she was an older lady. Oh, she was older. I she older was. lady, you know? I would think older ladies would be, you always open the door for them. Like, that. that's like, older, yeah, for sure. Like, that's what, I, older men tend not to. I'm like, hey, man, get the fuck out of here. Time is done, sir. The other day I helped uh <laughs> I helped the old lady and her husband. Uh they got stuck right there in front of uh Embers. Okay. It, we the lady went over the ramp. I mean went over the curb and got stuck on oh, a rock shit. there. Why that fucking rock is there? I don't know what purpose that rock has. It has <laughs> shitty design aspects to it. It, has, it makes no sense what's it doing there whatsoever. The car gets stuck there. Right? And I'm like, oh shit. So I was like, okay, I gotta go help. And um and I start, I tell the lady, you know, put it in neutral. No, I said put it in drive. And she was putting it in reverse. I was like, no, put it in drive. Put it forward. And then this other guy came, and then this other guy came and we were able to push the car out, you know. And uh and the old man was like, Oh, thank you. I would have to call a tow truck. And I was like, Yeah, that sucks. Can you imagine just fuck this old lady insisting in driving and now I'm stuck. Cause she hit the corner too, too quick or something, you know. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, uh, at least they had some good Samaritans there. I would have just drove past, but and I mean, one of the cool. guys was a homeless guy. He was like, "Hey, I'll help," and I was like, "Hey, good on you, dude." I ain't giving you no money, motherfucker, and you ain't getting this, this sandwich I got. <laughs> I was like, "Oh man, I got COVID now." Yeah, I was about to say you're gonna get yourself tetanus from just touching his. Fucking reptilian ass skin. I don't know if he was homeless. He just had dreads. Could be like, you know. 
Yeah. White dude with dreads and uh, that's like, yeah. gutter punks. You know, he might be homeless or not. He might just be in a metal band. So anyways, uh, did you see that the NPC released a new one? Yes. They release a new MP. They release two new NPCs. I don't like the red though. That's what I said. So uh, you know, everybody, you you have the NPC one. Yeah. I I like that design. I haven't messed with it. I, last time I tried to mess with the NPC was not. I didn't like the I didn't like the language. I don't I don't like this whole program. This that see like I don't like all that language too too many steps to do one thing okay um, so so i gave up on that whole scenario but i am curious about the, that npc one i do like it mm -hmm. I like the way it looks i even like that keyboard that they released what keyboard they they have a the npc has a a keyboard now a full-on really? sampling keyboard yeah Huh. Uh, NPC keys, I think, or it's NPC sixty one. One of the two. It's actually uh -huh. it look it looks like a, it's like if you if you had an ASR twelve. Oh, it looks like that. Does it has drum pads too? Yes, it has drum pads too. Hmm, it's actually a full like it's a full on fucking NPC machine in a keyboard. Hmm. So to me, I was like, damn, that that's actually pretty cool. Like if I had limited space. And well, this shit's huge, so I can't say limited space. But like, if I was a piano player and I wanted to make production, I think that would be the route to go. I would get it just to lay down, um, just like uh, sketches, right? Because you would have to. I mean, and then I'm gonna have to come into the garage, turn the computer, turn this on, turn that on, and uh, I could just have it with me in the living room. And uh, while the kids are ignoring me, I could be over there in the kitchen you know, sampling something, you know? Or... Yeah, no, uh, the, I think the NPC one, were, I don't know if that's a stand, it might be a standalone. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, it's a standalone, yeah, that one. Okay. You see uh, the ones I sent you though, the, the, that synthesizer? Yeah, yeah. that's kind of weird. And I right. know they didn't $2,000 for that thing, but that was- What's it called, a, a newbie or? Yeah, newbie, novi, something yeah. like that. But I like the idea. And yeah. the sounds are cool, but it's, it's kind of limited. But the idea that they're throwing out there that is hitting like heavenly chords, if you will, like soothing chords. Lo-fi heaven and shit. That's perfect uh, for lo-fi shit. Yeah, I mean, or you could just learn those chords. True. You know what I'm saying? And I do like the effects. It had a nice, it had a nice texture to it. But I yeah, think it sounded warm. Yeah, I think they could have done a, just a plug-in. And sold the 150 bucks and saved themselves some money. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you could do without Ableton, just select the the chords. Yeah, yeah. Machine has chords too, but the the the, the, never one, use it. the one thing the one thing I would say with that is that uh, you know unless you unless you know how to really fuck with them, it does sound very static. You know, like the chords is very stabby. There's no velocity in the keys. Uh, so it doesn't really have a human factor. It just sounds like you're, but if you want it just for that, just to add a stab in the middle of a song or a middle of a, of a sample, you just want to emphasize something and just throw a chord or something, a, so uh, whatever, right? A uh, major five. Um, you can do that. I mean, I think that, I think that's, a, it's a blessing. It's a blessing that we never clouded our minds up with music theory. I did a little bit, 
And uh, when I first was practicing guitar and, and, you know, learning how to read like classical notation, it was kind of like, it was cool, but at the same time, it took away the, 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 the feet, the soul of it. Yeah. Right. Because all, all <laughs> the notation is doing is to teaching you how to read the language of music and someone else's work. So it's telling you, uh, how the feel is and all that stuff. And then it kind of, it would take away the whole, you know, yeah, there, there's a jamming part of it. The, the, yeah. There's a time for that. Like if you're playing in a band and you guys are learning a, some, a song and you guys want to sound like a good band. Yeah. You have to read some sort of, you know, if it's written by somebody, say Quincy Jones hands you some count Basie would have handed you some is because he wants you to play it a certain way. And it's, right. not about, it's not about you. It's about the band, right? Maybe it was just classical music. That yeah, really no, but it is rigid, right? But, but it's what? beautiful, though. I mean, I still would. So, but, yeah, but it's, it, that's what I'm saying. What you're saying is what I'm saying is that the if we knew what the right chords were, yeah, how would we, how, you know what I'm saying? Like, would we would we deviate from that to make those mistakes, right? To learn from the mistakes, right? But then, yeah, with that, yeah, yeah, because you know, the accidents, right? Like, oh, that yeah. sounds good. I don't know what I'm playing, but it sounds good. You eliminate the accidents, yeah. Right? So, so you're basic. You're is you just already have it mapped out. Where music, I think you're just supposed to find it through through the ether. You yeah. know, it's just you have to catch it somehow. When it's going somewhere in, in, in that other dimension, you know, and, it, and it, you finally figure something out. It dude, takes longer, maybe. I don't know. But. Absolutely. Absolutely it does. But, dude, it's just not meant to, like, it's not meant to be easy. Right. Like, I like not, that one, none of this is. Like, drawing. Like, I like that. Go ahead. I like that story um, when um, Bob Marley went to England to record Catch a Fire. And that's the first album they recorded on Island Records, right? Uh, out of Jamaica. And the the dude, they brought in an organ player, a session organ player. And then he was playing the organ and, and Bob Marley was like, no, 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 you're doing it wrong. And he was like, what do you mean I'm doing it wrong? I'm playing in the chords. He goes, no, no, no. You just do it like this. You got to feel it. Right. And then he was kind of, and then he, and by my not knowing how to play the organ, he goes up to the organ and starts kind of like slapping it. Yeah. He goes, play it like this. And the guy was like, huh. And then he was like, okay. And then he started doing what Bob Marley was doing and it changed his brain. Dude, uh, yeah. That dude, it's, I've heard that. I've heard that so many times. People talking about listening. Well, people talking about when they listen to uh, Dilla's drums. Mm. Yeah, like Quest Love always uses that. Like I didn't really realize that. Blah 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 blah. And it's because maybe he was very rigid. Like he was taught to be rigid on time. Should be fifty fifty probably. Like knowing oh, a little bit. Of, of course. And the rest yeah. of it, just I don't know. I don't get it. But you know. Or or just discovering along the way. Oh, that's what I was doing the whole time. Yeah. Like, oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like like Hendrix is another story. The same thing. He had the organ player and he was playing this song. Um, I think it was called 
one rainy afternoon, I think. I think it's that one. Is it good? It's all it's all in Electric Ladyland. Um, rainy days, I think. And then uh, the guy was playing the organ, and Jimmy kept on telling him, "Stop walking it. You gotta stop walking it." And the guy was like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> right? He's like, "You're walking it. You're giving it more of a walking feel. I want you to just keep it in this." This I want you to do. I think he was saying I want you to like chug it or something, can chug it or something like that. Almost the same as reggae, if you think about it. When when he was doing that song, if you listen to it, you're like, oh okay. And it sounds like when you listen to it, like he's about to to do a walking bass to it, right? Like a jazz walking bass to it. But he kept him in that pocket of of rhythm, you know. And I was like, oh okay, uh, that's what he heard in his head, you know. Yeah, that, I mean that's that it, it's it's one of those, and it's dope to know musicians. It's dope right. to know musicians, good, competent musicians. That it's like, nah, nah, not like that. And all you have to do is fucking like James Brown. James Brown didn't play no instruments. Right, he would yeah. tell people what he would want and how he wanted it, and when to come in and when to come out, when to do all this. He was orchestrating up top always. So James Brown was one of the same type of people that would tell, you know, fucking uh, Clyde Stubblefield how to play his drums or, or you know, tell fucking uh, I forget, Maceo, the, the trumpeter or whatever, play how to play his shit. Right. You ain't going to tell them how to play, but you're going to tell them how you want to play. And then the way you want to play is going to just rewire them. And they're like, oh, shit, I never I never experienced that. You could do that. Or that's or it's. That sound is acceptable. Mm. I didn't think these two chords work together. Now mm. they do. Now I know. You know, yeah. half the half the shit we do makes absolutely no sense. Half of my shit is just mistakes. Yeah, all of it. Yeah, I'm like, well, all of it, dude. It has to be. It has to be. Anyways, yeah. I heard the alchemist say something pretty interesting, and this is different. Yeah. I guess a different topic of knowing when something's done. Ah. Uh, and uh, I hear this a lot. I hear not from him, but I hear people talking about this a lot. And I liked his uh, definite, not ex explanation of it, where he asked this artist, he goes, yo, how do you know when your piece is done? And the artist says, oh, easy. I get sentimental. You know, Okay. and the alchemist was like, yeah, I get that. When it gets to that point, we're like, that's it. I don't want to touch it no more. You know, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's um, being <laughs> being done with something is definitely, or learning when to find it's done. I wouldn't say I would say I for me it wouldn't be sentimental. Um, it's more of like I found that rhythm. Yeah. Now I could sit there and be like I could keep adding to it. But I'm just going to probably, I might fuck it up. That's where I'm like more in that fear of like, I, if I keep going, I might fuck up. Something changed that little, that right there. Let me just keep that. Yeah. Well, I, I think that's what, what you're saying is like how I think as well. Like, wait a minute. If I keep going at this, I'm going to fuck it up. Yeah, I'm gonna fuck this mistake up. Yeah, stop here. Let me just stop here. And that is really like knowing when to that that pullback factor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because you you're gonna keep pushing it, and then all of a sudden, either one, you're gonna get tired of it, 
That's also thing. You just get tired and be like, I don't know what else to do this motherfucker. I'm tired. I don't want to hear this no more. And then another thing too, like, oh, if I do this one more time, all I'm doing is fucking this up. This is like the eighth mix. Dude, yeah. This is, yeah. Yeah. And then sometimes you just got, you know what, fuck it. Yeah. Okay. Because, you know, the other day when we were talking, I remember you were telling me we were talking when we went to the thing, we were hanging out. I, I forget what we were talking about, just music. And and I had to remind myself not to take it so seriously. Yeah. You know? And um, I was going to trash this whole project I've been working on because like, I don't like it no more. Because I was taking it too seriously. And I was trying to do something that I couldn't do or couldn't bring out of the samples or whatever have you. And I didn't like it no more. And I was like, ah, it doesn't, it's missing something. It was always missing something. Yeah. And then when I'm like, when I told myself, stop taking it seriously, it's, you have to come, I'm doing, I like the stuff I'm doing with the beat exchange stuff. You know, I like, feel like, oh, this is, this sounds pretty decent. Just using minimal stuff, you know? Yeah. And, and I was like, let me, and I went back with that same, like that same feeling where don't take it seriously, just listen to it. And just, cause I don't take it seriously with the beat exchange stuff. I'm like, okay, this is fun. Right. And I'm like, why do I have to make the shit I'm doing serious? You know, like the, the shit I'm doing for myself, just serious, just be, just be, have fun. You say that, that I, I understand I understand what you're saying because yeah, you're right. When we do the beat exchange stuff, it's so light. You're like, oh, this shit's funny. Oh, let me see what I can. It's a little, little excitement. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's frustrating. But, yeah. But for the most part, is is that yeah, it's that that lightness to it. And then yeah, when it's time for us to make our own shit, for sure, we'll be like, this shit's gonna change the world right here. And it's you put so much pressure. On yourself to be a, because you want to be the best that you could be. You don't ever want no one to say that you come in half-assed. Yeah, you know. But that's you know, even even Paul McCartney has shitty albums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> even Paul McCartney has shitty albums. He's considered, you know, I hate the Beatles, but he's he's considered. Kendrick's new song. Yeah. Kendrick's new song. Have you heard it? No. Horrible. I hate the Beatles. No, Kendrick. Kendrick Lamar. Oh, that, oh, Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar's album junk. I don't care what anybody trying to say. The new one? Yeah, that, that, that latest one that he did. That shit yeah. I, I went back to listen to that. I probably listened to like four songs out of them 30 that were there. That shit was so weak. No, I'm talking about his very new new song. I haven't heard no new song. I, you know, my kid, my kid showed it to me and I was like, he's like, it's oh. She was like, it's garbage. I'm like, well, I mean, he did have good three albums, you know. What I mean, it's what four? Four, yeah, yeah, good albums. I'm like, yeah, yeah it's four. Yeah, I mean, Dan, yeah. Dan was good too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah good sure. run. Yeah, no, no doubt. Like, I'm never gonna take anything away from him. Yeah, you know what I mean, I'm like, yeah, you have to have something that sucks. <sighs> it's only natural. Yeah, it's only natural. Not everything is. Not everything's gonna come out a hundred percent, you know, and 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 I bet he's trying to figure out how to how to he's probably trying to figure out how to get these people from pick dissecting his words all the time. Yeah, maybe that's what it is too. That, like. That's just garbage. I hate how people fucking do that all the time to him. 
Mm. Like, I don't need to overanalyze this shit. Like, why? Since ever since that stupid Childish Gambino song, this is America. Yeah, like, like not everything needs to be analyzed. Vice, like, I don't need Complex to tell me all the intricacies in every single song. Like, fuck, bro, just let me listen. <laughs> I don't need anybody to explain to me how to listen to hip hop. Yeah, because it might have a different meaning. Do you think, okay, like for example, like when you listen to the hip hop, like how you're saying, yeah, what, does it take on different meanings for people? Is it, or do you think it's just um, straight? Because, like, if you look at, uh, if you listen to, like, for example, Bob Dylan stuff, right? You'll have a song that might be about something, and people might interpret it as something totally different. Right. It, can you do is is hip hop more direct in the lyrics where it's more, you know, clear? Yeah. Yes. There's like no, you're you're right. That's why people gravitated towards hip hop. Mm. Right. There wasn't no mincing of shit. Like, if you wanted to say fuck the police, he didn't choose no eloquent say to to, to say it. He didn't say I don't appreciate the people that serve and protect. No, he just went straight at it and said fuck the police. Right. And that is the power of hip hop. The fact that it could be very direct, but it also has the ability to be fucking just as, you know, create illusion and stories. You know, I think it it makes good stuff. Common. Common, yeah. I used to love her. That is. Yeah. You are right. Like, for example, yeah. That is is the quintessential of, 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 of taking. Uh, obvious what what people would say was a female the video helped don't get me wrong the video helped but it was pushing a story that you figured he was talking about a female it wasn't until the third listen that you finally caught on that he was talking about hip-hop but at the end of the song i know he says that but what i'm saying is you know it's not on the nose you should have just left it alone i think so too but i probably someone told him but yeah you're you're absolutely correct he shouldn't have said that um, but it no so so yeah, hip hop is very because it takes it takes the language mm-hmm. and it stresses it out. You know, it says, "Let me take these words where rock and roll sometimes is a little, you know, right? You know, that doesn't really say too much." I think yeah, Pete, like if you were a, like an MC, would get a lot of I don't know inspiration maybe from folk music. Oh, absolutely. Folk music, I, I I see the 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 you know the commonality of even yeah music. even even some of like some uh, I don't want to say like it's not necessarily country music but it's like a country blues you know that uh, that song uh, something something they died in Georgia the night they died in Georgia someone died in Georgia uh huh you know what uh-huh. I'm saying. You, you know what I'm talking about? So, like, when I hear what I remember, when the first time I heard that song, I was a, I was a young kid. I heard that song, and I was like, "Oh shit, she's telling a whole goddamn story on a song that's on the fucking radio." Uh you know that blew my fucking mind because I'm like, "Damn, that's that's kind of nuts," because that shit doesn't happen. 
like John Denver's music, like I understand why that was popular, you know, because everybody was looking for, you know, the opposite of the rock movement at that time. But yeah, when I hear that type of shit, I hear these stories being built. Right. Yeah, so rock can do it. It just doesn't lean towards that. There's this one song, speaking of that, like the, the other day I was listening to it, is this chick named Haley Hendrix. So she plays folk music, right? And she's a modern folk singer. And she has a song called The Bug Collector. Now, I don't know what it's about, but when I listen to it, um, she is, to me, it sounds like she's telling a story about how she, she's dealing with somebody who is maybe schizophrenic. Oh, because she says, like in one of her lines, she says, uh, you, you, you're saying, oh, would she say something about, so she's describing a centipede that's malicious, that this person's complaining about it, you know, or, or there's this praying mantis that it's a priest yeah. and this person is complaining about it. And then she says in the hook, she says, I digress because I got to make give you the perfect morning, you know? And I'm listening to that shit. I'm like, oh, is this, is she dealing with a kid or someone who's schizophrenic? Yeah. You know, or is she, or is she like a mom that is like, I got to give you this perfect morning. So I'm taking care of these, these bugs that you see. Yeah. That are freaking you out or something. And I'm like, wow. You could have just watched that movie with, uh, Naomi Judd and um, what's that stone face dude? Remember that movie Bugs? They were they were schizophrenic drug addicts that were in a hotel, mm-hmm. and they started like all they seen was hella bugs all over the place. Ooh. Yeah, dude, that movie, and they're like digging in their skin and shit like oh, that. Yeah, dude, itch. She might have watched that. Maybe. You know, and I was like, "What?" I was like, "Oh, damn, dude! What? What a topic to write about!" Yeah, yeah. It's amazing when people it's, write certain things, and they're like, "I mean, how'd you think of that?" Life, life experiences. What was I going to tell you, dude? Uh, have you seen the ad to the new uh, Walking Dead? No, there's a new Walking Dead. There's a new Walking Dead coming out. It's uh, it's the one. It's a spinoff, and I'm not sure if I've seen it in the commercial correct, but there looked like there was a mutant zombie. Oh my god! Like a Resident Evil thing. Really? It looked like it, and it has. It's nothing but Negan and Maggie. Really? Yeah. I like that story though, in the 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 end of The Walking Dead with Negan and Maggie. They had to work together and shit. Yeah, no, that that was no, you're right. That was a good one because yeah, she had to swallow her prize something vicious a couple times. Yeah. She did. To me, that's stronger, right? That that's that's one of the strongest stories that that thing has had because the rest of it was a lot, a lot of love triangles and right. you know, but yeah, to forgive Negan or at least find peace with it. That was huge. 
That was definitely huge. Yeah. I didn't think about that. The right now, good shit. Because uh, yeah, no, that was, that I'm going re- to revisit all of them. I'm still trying to finish a fear of the walking dead. Oh man, I gotta restart that, dude. I'm sorry. I forgot everything. Yeah, yeah. Well now the, you know there was an atomic bomb. What? Yeah, so just oh, okay. So okay, I got it. There was an atomic bomb. Oh, there was like a, a radiation meltdown. No, there was uh blew something up. Blew something up. So that's what I'm kind of like, okay, where where in, in, in this universe is is all this happening? And oh, in the original show, yeah, because you know, you had Morgan going through back and forth, yeah, you're right. It kept on making him go through there and Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead. I can't, I can't imagine to be an actor, right? And all of a sudden, land on a top show, Ice T, right? You land on a show. And then all of a sudden, every fucking episode, you're getting paid 70K. You're a cop. 100K. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? 175K a show. That's dope. You know, like, holy damn. Like, and then you were just struggling <laughs> to pay shit. And then you land on a show and you be on that show for like over 30 years. That's amazing. It is. That's a fucking amazing. Hell yeah. Yeah, this is way I think that's way better than uh um than than making music. <laughs> but it's hella hard. You can you can hard. still it's a lot of it's a lot of rejection with that though. It's a lot of waiting from what I hear when you're an actor, right? You go four o'clock in the morning and you sit in your trailer all day. Until they need you. They don't need you. Cause they don't know how I I guess it's like the shots are not shot in, in order. They're shot whenever shit is, the weather is good, I guess. You know what I mean? So uh, you have to wait from what I hear. Oh, you're probably right. I would, dude, I would, I just want to be that guy to get shot or decapitated. Yeah, I always wanted to die in a horror movie. I want to be Cholo number three. You know what I mean? I always wanted to be on the the Texas Ranger style shows. You know what I mean? (laughs) Wait. Like, what if what if they gave you a part where and you're like a recurring peeping Tom? <laughs> That'd ruin you for life. I always wanted to be one of those dramatizations as well. Yeah, you know, like, like a lifetime. Forensic files and shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I saw this lady who was talking about always oh, a guy uh that the on those uh what uh America most wanted. That they called the police on her. Oh shit. Because they thought that she was the person. Oh, was- I got you. I got you. I got you. No, I was just the actress. Yeah, they were trying, the actor, you know. They were they try to bring back those shows like cops. Yeah. Now they got this one talking about like 24 hours or overnight or something like that. A cop watch, cop live. And you go and you watch like Certain days of the week, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they'll go out with the cops supposedly live. Mm. Do you do the whole shift with them? And it's on TV. Is it? Is it? It's not like Dog the Bounty Hunter. No, no, it's not edited. It's like for real. And then they cut in and out because they have like a news broadcast feed with some people at a news center, quote unquote. 
And oh yeah, I heard that shit's not real. Not real? No, I, it is real, but it's not live. Oh, they air it like on Friday, Saturday nights. Yeah, no, I think it's just oh, like I think it's fucking bullshit. Yeah, yeah, I think I I I heard. Uh, I think it was well, that. Like, disappoints me then. Yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah, you never fuck me up there. Yeah, no, I. I, I what was that great? I doing, I'll tell you that. What's that great? Something. I hate doing it. I gotta stop doing that because I want uh, this. A friend of mine would send me stuff on Instagram, and I'm like, you know that shit is not real. <laughs> you know, and they're like, what? Personally, you you used to tell your friends that Santa Claus was real too, huh? I used to, I used to know. I used to just ruin shit for people. And I, I was like, I gotta stop doing that because I just fucked it up. And, and, and what's so crazy is such the like lighthearted optimist people like talking to you. I like when I. This is the one thing I know when I'm out in public, and I have if I have as long as I have you and Hugo, people are gonna like me, right? If I'm by myself, people don't like me. But I know if I either have you. Or Hugo there uh-huh. by uh, by just by being next by, pro- by proxy yes by being next to you they're gonna have a, a a good conversation with you which then is gonna reflect on like they were talking to me yeah <laughs> people don't like me people don't I've I've learned this real easy yeah. people don't like me I've learned that and they don't want to talk to me they don't want to sit next to me they don't want to do anything. But if I have one of you guys, hey, okay, yeah. don't talk to me. Hey, what's wrong with your boy? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Uh, just... He hates people. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I finally grab. I have that pheromone that puts out that I've I've embedded into my DNA so much. I don't know. You know, as I get older, though, dude, um, I'm getting more like that myself, though, because, uh, yeah, I just kind of like sometimes I'm like, hey, COVID fuck you up. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, for me, like uh, for me, it hasn't, it didn't, it, like I didn't get the break, the two week break. Oh. You know, for me, it was just like it was scenario in the coal mine. Yeah. You know, and and then like the whole political stuff really f- did a number on my brain, right? Where I, you know, as I, I'm not. I'm still optimistic, but at the same time, I'm like, I, I, the lens of the Costa Nostra just fucked me up, you know? And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it goes up and down. Sometimes I take it personal, but most of the time I, I try not to. You yeah. know, it's like, why do I care? Why the fuck do I care? Like when I listen to the radio, I mean, the, the, you know, the, the news and whatnot, you know, I could kind of already know. I'm like, I already know the fucking, I know what they're doing. You know, sometimes I want to say I know what they're doing. And then sometimes I'm like, maybe I'm giving them too much credit. Maybe no one knows what they're doing. And then we're like, uh, <laughs> yeah. maybe no one knows what they're doing. Because sometimes some shit just doesn't make no fucking sense. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you, you would see. And, dude, like, I don't I don't understand. Like they want to get look, they want to get rid of these guns. Right. So these all these mass shootings are happening. They The news keeps putting it out there so they want to they want to get rid of these guns somehow some way uh-huh. you know but they're never going to be able to do that no it, it, it is so crazy to me 
that guns are associated so much with freedom. Like they, they say that they're like so hardcore about having their arms that even if they fucking tempted to put some rules on that shit, more rules, that it's impeding on somebody's freedom where to me, freedom of speech is way more important. If they told me tomorrow, hey, we're going to put a vote out, free speech or no guns, one has to go, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to choose the free speech. Mm -hmm. Y'all could have the guns. <laughs> Fuck them motherfuckers. I don't care about no guns. But shit, someone tells me that, that I can't say nothing. And the freedom of speech disappears. I, I, this is what I'm saying. Like people, I, I don't know why people like, because I was listening to this, um, <laughs> I was listening to this podcast about the Unabombers, not mm -hmm. the Unabombers, Oklahoma City, right? Oklahoma City, and that dude was nuts, right? He was so pro America, coming up with all this bullshit, and his main thing that he was getting all heated about was the rule, the regulations on guns. Yeah, and he was like a white national. Yeah, and so then, um, but when they, I'm like, that was his driving force was Waco, right? Guns, and I'm like, holy shit, how could you be so fucking? That passion has to run pretty deep. If okay, or is it a, or is it mental retardation? I don't know. Um, uh, no, I, I okay, like if you're um. Let me see. And I only want to bring this up because I don't understand that passion. Okay, okay. So, like, okay, think about it this way, right? It's, it's a, it's an amendment, right? And that, there goes the the main argument right there, right? With the right to bear arms and well regulated militia, they they argue this thing all the time, and they feel from from some heads that I that I've talked to and things that I've listened to that. You know, weld armed society will regulate the government, right? Where, like, you have other countries where they could impose certain things, and the people are 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 fucked. Do they have to just go with it, like China? But if if the people were armed, you know, uh, they can't really. It's it's just like a, a checks okay. and balances. Okay. Right. So okay, now that you're saying that. I understand what you're saying. Right. I get that. Right. That makes sense to me. Now. But the people that you're talking about, because I, th that was, to me, that's one aspect of it. But for me, for, that makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, but then there's the, the heads that you might run across who are more conservatives. It's more of a fear thing because constantly they're being fed like, you know, the, you know, the, the, the black you know, Antifa, um, criminal drug dealer, the, the, the drug dealer immigrant and all this stuff, they're constantly being filled with that, um, that it's fear, right? And they don't want their world to change. They don't want their neighborhood to change. So they're afraid that if they don't, if they can't protect themselves, that one day somebody of whatever color or whatever have you could come in and, you know, and hurt your family. And you have the right to defend your family, which I agree with. You, you, you do. You, if you have a family, you should be able to defend them however you can as a father, right? 
Um, I don't see why you need a 52 caliber gun or that's what I'm saying. They just need rocket launcher. Or yeah, there there has to be yeah, yeah, there has to be a whole thing, you know, like you know, but anyways, anyways, the whole point I brought up is because dude, but like um the other day, uh, so you know, because of course, you know, when you watch the news and all this stuff, you you are constantly in fear. Yeah, right. Um, in in any side, right? If you think about it, the 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 people on the on the left, they're afraid that the Nazis are going to take over, or there's going to be a school shooting, and then the 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 people on the right think that you know the communists are going to take over, and we're going to live in a socialist credit system and all this rubbish, right? To me, it's all, and in the, in, in the gun debate, to me, it's all like um, distraction, right? And uh, these are things that go, are going to go up and down when someone in power comes in, they're going to regulate it. And when someone from the other side's in power, they're going to take away the regulation. It just keeps going up and down. The, 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 the crazy thing is that these young boys are just murdering kids, dude. And they're copycats. Yeah. And and it's like, what's going on with these beta males? Dude, yeah, it's a bunch of soft shit, man. You know, probably right. soft like those NPC pads on the NPC one we were talking about earlier. Dude, but the other day, and it, you, and it also affects me, right? Like like the other day, right? So I'm delivering mail, right? And you see people who are out of place. I, I deliver mail to this laundromat, and half of the people are there are either black, Asian, Latin, or, you know, you be peppered in with some white folks, but they're not the type of white folks, you know, they're, they're like poor people, right? So, but the other day I see this dude that just stood out, right? Stood out, bald head, army pants, had a duffel bag. Yeah. And I'm seeing him walk in and I'm like, holy shit. You know, is it these one of these fucking dudes? Right, who are like white nationals and whatever have you believe in all that rubbish, right? Which to me, I'm like, dude, why? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You know, it's never gonna happen. Hitler couldn't even do it. Come on, give up, right? And uh, just, just you know, hook up with a Puerto Rican, you'll change your mind. Trust. And and he comes in, and then I hear him. It's my fear is like, oh shit, I, where am I gonna go? I'm stuck here. I'm stuck here. If this dude starts blasting. What am I gonna do? I'm fucked. If I leave you alone because you're an American worker. No, dude, I, I look like a fucking you mailman. Cow. You may leave. You mailman look like a television. Keep delivering all this garbage into people's envelopes. <laughs> and, then, and then he was like, and then I I hear it sounded like he was putting something together, yeah. right? It almost sounded like gun shit, but really he was taking his clothes out the dryer. And his belt buckle or something was hitting a metal piece that sounded like he was clocking a gun. But my heart skipped the fucking beat, dude. I'm over there like, I don't, I, I, oh shit, what's gonna happen? And then that made me just like, kind of like, the whole day I was like, oh, man, I, if I had a gun, I wouldn't be that scared. If I was carrying that gun. I, yeah, but if mailman held guns, nah. Uh-uh. Of course, because. That's an irrational f- person already, a male person. Yeah. They might shoot people, you know, for whatever reason. But I'm talking about me, though. <laughs> me, I, I'm fine. You know? I don't know. 
Hey, there's nothing. There's nothing the post office could do to me that it hasn't done. I'm already institutionalized. It's over, dude. I don't even argue with people. I just go in like, what do I got today? Okay, how much? Fuck. All right, fuck. I guess I'm here for twelve hours again. You know what I mean? So then, uh, yeah. So I'm I'm good. But and then the whole day I was thinking about, damn. Imagine those kids. Yeah. You know, it's a scary thing, dude. It's it's sad. It's just sad. Because you should be able to be safe, right? But we don't live. Yeah, in- you, you definitely should be able to be safe. But you're not going to be safe from this beat exchange. Woo woo! Yeah, this is the part of the show where we get into the beat exchange. And what is that beat exchange that you're talking about? Simple. We give each other uh, uh, samples. Sometimes it's challenging, sometimes not so. Sometimes normal tracks, sometimes it's some commercials. Even though we're trying to stay away from that hoopla, we're just trying to do some regular ass uh, beats. Uh, but we are gonna change a little bit soon. We're going, tr- we're going, we're going up this game up a notch. We we're supposed to do it back in January, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, totally forgot to be honest with you, but. We're going to change it up soon. And then uh, uh, we'll probably do it. Not this one coming up, but probably the next one. We'll talk about it next week. How about that? All right. So uh, this week, I gave you Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Yeah. Let me play this shit. Did you, did you peep the album? Did you listen to that? To celebrate 100,000 MIDI core pack sales, we're giving away a free... Shut up. Always doing this shit to me. Was that hell a lot Yeah, a little bit. Um, I don't really like them. They sound weird, right? They harmonize way more than I thought. Yeah, I never really... I never... I, I didn't really realize that every song they were harmonizing like You know what it did make me do? It did make me go listen to Trans Transistor. The trans album. Oh, from, from, from Neil Young. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's actually a solid one, isn't it? It is. You can't find it. Well, you can find it on YouTube, but not on Spotify. No, I think I think I listened to that. Um yeah, that one Transformer Man. Perfect yeah, song. Yeah, I think around two thousand the two thousands. I think Francisco talked about that. No, I talked about it. You sure? I, yeah, because I heard it and I was like, oh shit. And this is when we were doing uh Alpha Delta Juan. Yeah, yeah, that sounds familiar. And I was like, oh. Oh, you shit. sampled it. I think I did. Yeah, I think you did too. Oh man. Oh my God. Whenever you say Alpha Delta, we did okay. So before the name Pavo. I was known as I don't think I've ever talked about this on here. No, you haven't. Uh, uh, I was I was known as uh, Break a Dawn Juan. Okay, not it was cool at the time. Don't ask me why I thought it was cool at the time, but it was uh, Break a Dawn. We had a great time with it. We released what four albums, five albums. Let me see. There was uh, we did the uh, Black Giant stuff. Oh no, no, it was first. Yeah, it was the Black Giant shit. Then we did Till the Break of Dawn. Till the Break of Dawn. And Alpha Delta. Alpha Delta. Um, Beta Base. Beta Base. Halo Omega. Omega. Check One. Check One. Monster. Um, Aperitif. Was that under Break of Dawn? 
was that? Uh, no, yeah, it was. Yeah, Aperitif. That was like the last album. Yeah, Aperitif was the last album. And then when, with your new name, we did uh, Eyes to the Sun. Yeah, Eyes to the Sun we did together. Which people should go listen to that. Absolutely. But yeah, so uh, there was an album that we did called Alpha Delta Juan. And, you know, we were, um, how would you describe it? It was like very... Dope? It was like not not necessarily simple, but minimal. It was a minimal style of hip hop we were doing. Yeah, uh, we kept it cool. We kept it proper. Yeah. So it was it was it was it was something that we were doing, and that 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 album. I have to go back and listen to it one day. Yeah, I go back and listen to them at least, you know, every two months. I go back and listen to everything. Yeah. And it's it's crazy to listen to it because it's like those are different people there. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely different people. <laughs> I was like, did I, I was like, I made that. Yeah. I was like, wow, kind of like my beats better back then. <laughs> I don't like the shit I'm doing now. <laughs> you know? so, uh, but yeah, so the beat exchange, we give each other these uh, uh, samples. We try to flip it. The rules are when you flip it. You only could add drums to the sample, okay, or to, to the beat itself. Keep it very simple. Use whatever instrument you want. Use any effect that you want, as long as you're using the elements of that song. No, not instruments. You could only use the sample. Uh, yeah, you could only use the sample. I meant to say elements of the song. Right. Um, but anyways, you only percussion, could, right? Yeah, you could and add percussion. You could add percussion. You could add drums. You could add bongos, shakers, whatever. Cowbell. Yeah. You, however you want to get with the percussion, that's fine. Because I understand sometimes that's where the life of the song comes from. And you're just doing some stabs. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so this week I gave you Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Just yeah. a song before I go. I like this song. Yeah, the song's tight. That that style of music is definitely one of my, my favorite music. You know, you could call it yacht rock is what is it? it has been genred into yacht rock. Just easy, soft going rock music. Yeah. Kenny Loggins, that, some Steely Dan, um, Ambrosia, you know, groups like that, you know, just very floaty music, mm-hmm. a lot of roads. Heavy bass, light drums. Sometimes the drums could be powerful, though. It's something about those drums in the late 70s that they hit so fucking hard. Yeah, I like them, too. Like, even the Defender Rhodes. Yeah, dude, they have they have a tone to it. I don't know what the fuck it is. This, but I love when I hear that kick. This song reminds me of this guy named, who is a modern dude. Uh, who uh, goes by the name Conan Moccasins, and he has a song called Charlize Thong. Yeah. Great. Reminds me, it, and this is what he's doing. If you like this stuff, go listen to this cat. Conan's Moccasins, 
he's doing like pretty much this vibe of music. All right, and this is what Charlie did with it. COVID when I made this beat. Dude. <laughs> it felt exactly what I was feeling all dizzy and shit. <laughs> that was tight. That was tight. Yeah, thank you. I did it three times because uh, there was uh, I took some other stuff to it. I should have finished it, but uh, I was not it was too um, it was too like Wu-Tang-y. Oh, I get what you're saying. So I was like, okay, I could finish this but then i came across when i was taking the other this one of the songs uh-huh. and then i was like let me keep playing with this part of it that's the, no it came out absolutely perfect it came absolutely perfect all right and uh you gave me this week siona dancing um oh from the ricky gervais yeah, Ricky Gervais. I didn't go and listen to any other other songs you only have one song dude i couldn't find anything else no, they had two songs. It's this one and the is one other one, but this one's the best one. Okay. Here we go. You're losing out now. You're Irrational accusations as I turn my head. Your threats and trials. My common smile revolts you in your torturous insecurities. Yeah, you could tell they were definitely influenced by Bowie. Mm, yeah, yeah, you can hear it. I hear the Let's Dance piano in there. It might be the same instrument. Don't get me wrong. Uh, it might they might be using the same synth, but that's what that sounded like. I forgot what I did here. Um, I want to say I did this stab approach I was just making an excuse for. Thank you. 
that's pretty much it. I know it sucked. But no, that that was pretty horrible, dude. I, I about that. But there wasn't too much. I'm not even gonna sit there and pretend. I listened to this song like three, four fucking times, and all there was was that. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That was it, and 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 it's t- it's a tight sound, but you can't do much, you know. Like I tried to sample some of the the bass lines and then try to make my own rhythm out of it, but the sound was all weird. I was like, ah, never mind. Mm. But that was what, what that's what happened. Uh, this week we were talking about um, we were just talking about uh, Paul McCartney. I am going to give you a song from Wings. Oh. <laughs> Let me find it real quick. And there it goes. I found it. Give me one second. Ah, perfect. It came right up. <laughs> I am going to give you. Uh, what do you think of her? H E R. Oh yeah, I like her. <laughs> That's why nationwide is on your side. Yeah, she kind of cute. You no, know, when she cleans up and takes off like that heavy ass sweater, dude. Dude, that song, like if that album, I noticed that he was influenced by hella people. You could hear it. Yeah. You could hear it. It's like, you know, kind of Stevie Wonderish. Right. He's a little Stevie Wonderish. I like the way he 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 phrases his words. You know that 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 little melody he's doing with his lyrics. That the hella caught me. I was like, "Oh shit, I really like that." It really hit an area that I haven't heard said in that way. Right. And he and there is that. Um, I think someone sampled that "Come On, Come On" part as well. Huh. But anyways, I... it's uh, arrow arrow through me. It's from the um, it's uh from wings. Back to the egg. Back to the egg. That's on Spotify. Oh, okay. I okay. guess 1979. Yeah, man. I always, I only listen to Ram. I just send you what. Uh, yeah, I got you. Right I want you to sample. 
Okay. Hugo was supposed to. He wanted. He wanted to say. He wanted to challenge one on us. But I said, "Yo, call the number and leave a message." Yeah. Did he do it? Oh, that's what I was waiting. Oh, Tina, thank you for bringing her up. Rest in peace, Tina Turner. Wow, you're right. Hold on, hold on. This is a good song too. Yeah, and I gave you this because. You know, like if you listen, if you hear the whole story of Tina Turner, and it's just crazy where it's like, why don't you just let talent just do its thing and just leave, yeah. you know? Her like documentary's Tina tight on um on HBO. The what? Her documentary. Oh yeah, watch is great. Yeah, it's fucking fantastic. You know? And this song, especially, because Tina Turner wants to sing rock music. Yeah. No, she just, yeah, her story is so dope. Um, I watched documentary about uh, Donna Summers. Oh, I want to watch that too. Actually pretty tight. Actually pretty tight. Like, I didn't realize how much she was more than just that. Like, I heard her song, but sometimes I forgot that she'd sing, sung some of the songs. But how involved she was. Yeah, how involved she was, and the dude that produced the music, I think is George Marauder, George Marauder, Marauder, whatever. He's like, he's, he's super famous for that type of rhythm, you know, for for all his disco music. So, what was it? What was the song that she was famous for? Because uh, I'm kind of confused. Sad girls, sad girls. Um, you know, sad girls. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. Cause I'm confused. Oh, the, moan, the moaning one. That love to love you. Yeah, that's her. Yeah, it's her. Okay, cause I thought you for a second. I thought that was Diana Ross. Yeah, no, nah, it's her. That's her. Love to love you. All right, so you're giving me Tina Turner. Whole lot of love. In my day, I tried keeping up with the game. Now with Xfinity 10G Sorry. Network, my little bro is. It's a commercial. So, anyways, yeah. Tina Turner passed away this past what week and a half, two weeks ago. Yeah. That has so much. Yeah, fucking. It has so much, but that could also cripple your boy. Man. You know Man. what I'm saying? Because you, there's so much. They should have just let her do all of that stuff. Yeah. Where's she at? Back. Ah, there you go. Okay. <laughs>
Is that live? Uh, I don't know. It must have been live because you could hear her get away from the microphone. Maybe, yeah. You hear you could hear her go side to side on the microphone. So you, yeah, that's it sounds so Betty Davis, you know? Okay. Yeah. I'm not too keen on Betty Davis. Like I, I that documentary? I it was on Prime, right? Still there, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I remember uh you telling me to, and then I just never have because yeah, me me and Prime have a little bit of a problem right now. Mm. Um, it's not too serious. Uh, but yeah, okay. So say you want to join in on this week's podcast. You want to sample Paul McCartney, you want to sample Ike and Tina. Okay, here's how to join. Visit us on the Instagram. Go to at the Beat Exchange Podcast and then figure it out from there. Hit us up. <laughs> tell us what to do. Go to uh 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 the beat exchange podcast.com. Go there. You're going to see the rules. Very simple. I'll explain it to you one more time. Sample. Use whatever sample machine you want. Use whatever effects you want. And only add drums. No other instrumentation. If you want to add a bass line, that's fine. Just use it from using, try to use filtering from the sample itself. Um, You put a tag in it too if you want, like your tag. Oh yeah, sexy Charlie. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. So and then submit it, man. Just hit us up on the shit. We got an email. We got the thing. You know, we're up to date, y'all. Y'all know how to do this. Yeah, and if uh, you want to call and say hello, or you want to just be anonymous and drop a secret, call us at five zero four twenty eight fifty four. Do I need to put the the, the one? Yeah, that 415-504-2854. Yeah. Yeah, 415-504-2854. You know, tell us you had a crazy dream. I don't know. So we could play in the beginning of the podcast and have a cold opening and maybe we could talk about something. Oh, okay. there's a subject or something like that, you know? Or Yeah, we got we got hit with the subject earlier. So that's that's Will Will D'Amato is the one that sent us that suggestion for the uh he also wanted us to do that shitty ass indian song but i'm sorry dude one or the <laughs> other so i chose the topic <laughs> uh we're gonna say uh you know before because i've been wanting to tell you i i went down this rabbit hole with this guy who calls himself a sample this right and what this dude does is called uh his page on youtube it's great dude i went down a rabbit hole just watching it, it like all his videos uh it's it, it's it's called decent samples, right? Decent, yeah, it's decent samples. And he'll have a whole like mini documentary kind of where he'll buy a Russian synthesizer, get it to work, play it. Then he takes this program that he made and puts it into the program where you could go then download it for free. And use it as a VST. Oh shit! And then there's some there that you could pay for yeah. too as well. And so donate, huh? It's always good to donate. Yeah, it's, I think you could also donate, but a lot of his stuff is for free. Like he did this one with his Russian synthesizer. It was a kid synthesizer where he had to uh, rebuild the whole electronic components and shit, you know. And he really like 
and he talks about it. He talks about transistors and, and all this shit is really fascinating. I was like, man, this is a, the best kept secret. Yeah. No, I was like, no one's, I was like, man, no one's talking about this cat. And I was like, oh, I got to talk about it on the podcast. I can't keep it a secret. Can't keep it a secret. All right. You heard it here first. You want to find out more information about that? Uh, Hit him up. Tell me you heard it on the beat exchange. Oh, there you go. That's a good idea. Um, maybe you should find his thing and share something on the beat exchange Instagram. So then I could go follow it. Yes. <laughs> you get a chance. Anyways. All right. Party people. I want to thank you very much for tuning in this week. Uh, where do you got to go? You want, you want to come check our tunage out? Uh, Hugo monster. He has a website out there. He sells toys and stuff. I think he was trying to shield some, Ninja Turtles to some weirdo in Concord last week. I don't know. I don't know what he. I don't know what his sales tactics are. I don't. I don't know what he does. I, I rhymes first. I spit rhymes for. So you know. That's freestyling. Um, that's probably oh, driving away business. Um, but yeah, go to HugoMonster.com and visit him there, and then you'll get the new Trial and Error album that's available. Cassette CDs. Uh, and digital, of course. Trial and Error by Hugo Monster and myself. Um, Charlie Chingis, go visit him at the uh, Bandcamp page. Charlie Chingis is where you're going to get the commence, Ghost Tones, uh, Lord Quantum. He's got a lot of beat tapes, and you could go listen to all the stuff that he produced uh, with us, which you could probably upload to yours, dude. That's what I was thinking about. Oh, yeah, I'll do that. Oh, uh, Also, check me out uh, on Instagram. I always put like, you know, I do like artwork and then like I'll fuck with a photo because I also like doing that. I don't know if you saw my animation. I learned how to animate when I was over here. Procreate. On, po- on Procreate. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, the like a Bat Boy. Yeah, it was the Bat Boy. Remember the Bat Boy? I was trying yeah, to tell my kids Bat about Boy. it. Yeah, I remember Bat Boy. Yeah, I was like, I was like, yo, there was this kid in this Inquirer magazine that was called Bat Boy, and it was always something like Bat Boy gets married or some bullshit. And it was an ugly ass kid yeah. with his mouth open, and I was like, let me draw this. But I sat down and I was like, because uh, my brother, he goes by uh, Prince Judah on on Instagram, and he does a lot of animation, right? And I was like, how are you doing that? And he's like, I'm Procreate. And I was like, wait a minute, I have that shit. Yeah. I was like, fuck, I gotta learn how to do this. And I just sat down and was watching. It's pretty uh it takes a minute, yeah. you know. But you know, that one took me about 15 minutes. Oh, that's not too bad. That means you're gonna get fast in a minute. Yeah, you know, so I, I, I kinda wanna get to really good at it. So I gotta start putting in work about on that. And oh you but anyways, uh Instagram, um Charlie Chingis, I always put the the music that I create on on the, the podcast and I pair it with some artwork I do or picture with some yeah. manipulation there. Uh, also, we also have a Bandcamp uh, page for the Beat Exchange where you can get volume one, volume two, volume three, volume four, volume five. All the, the, the Beat Exchange uh, beat challenges are on there, the ones, uh, the recent ones. And you also get people that also volunteered. Shout out to all of them. They know who they are. Um, yeah, it's fun, dude. Absolutely. Fun. Absolutely. And uh, if you want to visit me at Pavo Music, P-A-A-V-O. And then you know how to spell music. Uh, so, yeah, just come visit me, Instagram, Twitter, wherever you want. 
Um, and then you'll get all the links from there for the for the music. Um, shirts are available still for uh, the new album with Chill. The you, I can talk to you about it, or uh, you gotta hit him up. He has it. Yeah, I know. Uh, but yeah, uh, but the the shirts are there. I think they're still moving. I'm not sure. The tapes are almost gone. It's been a long time since I can say that. Yeah, the tapes are almost gone. So tapes the show too, right? Yeah, tapes with the No, tapes I got. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, tapes I got. Uh, but yeah, so, I think I only have like four left. So the rest I got to sell. She said to chill and the other two participants. From, uh, um. Anyways, yeah, man. Beat exchange. This is what we do, man. Okay. Okay. And remember, delete your browser history.